Hey guys, welcome to our Wingman Men's Moments podcast. I'm Randy Ferreira, co-founder of Wingman Nation, along with our co-founder, Pastor Jay Dennis. Say hey, hi, Jay. Hey guys. We're so glad you joined us today. Be sure to tell others about our podcast as well. Wingman Nation, by the way, uh, is a national men's ministry focusing on being more godly men, helping men become better husbands and better dads. We're now focusing and have continually been focusing on this being the spiritual leaders of our home. That's right. Last week, we looked at the traits of a spiritual man, of a godly man. And we said the first one was to be a committed Christian. And last week's podcast, Randy, you shared your testimony of salvation, how Christ came into your heart. And guys, I want to encourage you, go back and listen to that podcast because it is a powerful testimony. But Randy, I wanted to follow up on that a little bit and, and ask you, how did coming to Christ affect you? being a husband? How did it affect you being a dad? Uh, What difference did it make in your business and how you treated people? I think that'd be interesting to hear. Yeah, so as I said last week, my my salvation was a process. Mm -hmm. Um, It took several months, and many of you may be able to relate to that. And if you haven't been saved, you, you may end up having the same experience. But once I finally surrendered, uh, we'll take those one one parts at a time mm-hmm. as a husband. So, um, you know, when I surrendered to Christ at that time, um, you know, I was, I was, I don't want to say deflated, but I kind of uh, gave in mm-hmm. to the Lord and just said, whatever you need to do with me, right. I'm open. My heart opened up and softened. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that, you know, how I began uh, treating my wife changed. And I know I had a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. And I needed to dig in and really start studying more and learning, you know, what what God had for me. Because I didn't know. I mean, honestly, right. I didn't know what my role was. I, I was learning to be, okay, now I, I surrendered. And I accepted Christ as my Savior, but now what do I do? Right. And I think most men are in that uh, situation. Yes, I think so, too. And so I decided um, to learn. And the only way you learn is you have to commit, and that's a committed Christian. Right. You know, it's one thing to be a committed Christian, but you have to be committed to learn how to be a committed Christian. So I decided that I was going to begin... Any classes I could attend that were being offered by the church, I went to. Like the first Bible study I went to was um, Experiencing God. Oh, what a great yeah. study! Henry Blackaby, and uh, and that was uh, that was a, a game changer mm. as well. But it was the beginning of me learning how to be a committed Christian, mm. which. Then in turn helped me, you asked specifically about being a husband. Right. And I started learning about, uh, you know, what's a husband's role? Yes. What was the godly role of a husband? And and we're talking about that in our study and and here today. But it impacted my marriage significantly because suddenly I felt like I had a different direction in my life. Mm. You know, for those of you who have been saved or think you're saved, for me, um, and I think this is true if you're really saved, is you mm-hmm. have to see that your life is different. Yes. You feel yes. differently. You act differently. You're 
language changes. If you're cursing and swearing mm-hmm. as a normal part of your life, you just suddenly decide it doesn't feel right and wow. I can't do it anymore. That's the um, Holy Spirit living within you. the Holy Spirit. And so how you treat your wife also changes. And if you're not feeling that you have to change mm-hmm. or that it's a peace and you know you are changing, then you may want to look deeper into your true salvation. Mm, good. Because there has to be a change. Absolutely. And you know, whenever Jesus Christ comes into a man's heart, there is change. It may not be drastic changes, but even little changes that you see, changes of attitude, changes in, in the way you you speak, like you were saying your words. Randy, I'm wondering, because I, God uses so many situations and people in our lives. Were there people that helped you to grow spiritually? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I had uh, the pastor of our church. It was a small church. I said last week it was a Methodist church mm-hmm. that I was saved at. And and by the way, it doesn't matter what church, mm-hmm. uh, Methodist, Baptist, Catholic, whatever it is, you know, Jesus is there. Yes. Assuming it's, you know, a God-fearing church. Yes. <clears throat> um, so, um, Yes, so there were people in my life that were helping me. I mentioned last week we had a, a, a neighbor, a couple that moved in next door. Mm-hmm. They were uh, they were a Jamaican couple, mm-hmm. and uh, he became he was he was probably ten years older than I was, and right. he became a, a mentor and an example for me. Um, the pastor who was my age became a friend, and then he introduced me to other godly men in the mm-hmm. church. Um, you know, they started having a, a men's Bible study. And that was about the time that Promise Keepers started up. Right. Uh, and they were going on. So I attended one of those. But I was doing everything I could yes. to learn what God tells us mm. about being a Christian man. And he used other brothers in your life to help you with that. And that's the whole heart of Wingman uh, Men's Ministry is guys need other guys. And we need other godly men to help sharpen us, to help encourage us, to help us to grow spiritually. And unfortunately, so many men don't have those kind of men in their lives. And, and we want to help you with that for sure. So God used a number of people to help you. And, uh, and now you're able to help other men who are growing in their faith. How, how exciting is that for you? It's extremely exciting. And, you know, as I went through that process, um, what really motivated me was to see what was going on with my family as I was growing yes. in the Lord. I saw my wife was growing in her faith and she was feeling more open to continue to learn and share and she was attending studies and she was growing and then I saw my children they were going to children's church Mm. and they were learning about God and you know Mm. all of that the whole direction of my family changed yes as I was changing and I didn't even realize it now your children were younger when you came to Christ now they're adults and uh, tell us just a little bit about, uh, are, are they serving the Lord? Are they walking with the Lord? They are. I have two older daughters who are married and, and have children. And my, uh, my son is in college. Yes. He's a senior. And so my two older daughters are, are both involved in their churches yes. and attending Bible studies and ladies' uh, mops classes and different things. And they're very, very involved. And, 
more importantly than just that, they're they're living the life of godly women and uh, mm. and helping their husbands exactly. As well, you know? So yeah. they they saw dad's example, they saw mom's example, and that had an eternal impact on them. Yes, that that's that's definitely uh, uh, the hope and prayer. And you know, I don't want to leave my son out. He's a senior in college, yes. and he is. Uh, a very godly young man. Yes, he and is. He's, uh, he's been an example for others yes. at his uh, his his school, and it's it's been it's been life fulfilling seeing that, exactly. knowing, uh, you know, it goes back to scripture, yeah. you know, about training our children up in the Lord, and uh, and I'll always come back to it. Exactly, and I I want our listeners to to understand that we're all under construction. Uh, every day, God is helping us to grow more. So we never reach the point where we know all we're going to know about the Bible or we've grown all we can grow spiritually. It is a day-to-day process where we grow in Christ and we are totally under construction. So whatever stage you guys may find yourself in now, I encourage you, continue to grow because this is a lifelong process until we go through the heaven city limit sign. Uh, we're going to be growing and learning. Yeah. How has it affected you as a an employer? Yeah, uh, so um, a number of ways. But uh, just a, a little bit of expansion on the point you just made, yeah. I think is important, is that, you know, this, the becoming saved is the beginning yes. of a new life, as it says in the Bible. So, for, and you're, you're on that journey for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. And no matter how much you learn and study, you always, God always shows you more things. Yes, he does. It's very exciting. You know? It is. And so, uh, so. Keep that in mind, and uh, and um, the journey is mm. continuing for all of us, no matter yeah. what stage we're in. But as far as as far as business and work, you know, I, I became a different man. I said uh, last week that I was on a mission to be successful before oh. I was saved, and there was lots of carnage of other people. I was stepping on people, doing things I wasn't proud of, pushing people in different directions mm. just to try to get ahead in oh. in the business world. And it was working, but it was rocky, and it was unfulfilling. And yes. and yeah, I was growing up the corporate ladder a little bit, but slowly. Mm. But I just felt despair most of the mm. time. Mm. And after my salvation and accepting God and surrendering, things began to change. I had I had more joy in my heart about yeah. going to work. Now I had a different mission. Yes. Yeah. Do we still want to be successful? Do we still want to provide for our families and do well at our job? Absolutely. You know, God wants us to to prosper um, and and do well. And then exactly. You know, then there's lots of good things we can do with our money and success for His kingdom. Yes. While providing for our family. And it all started. Uh, this change started the moment Jesus Christ came into your heart. No question about it. Uh, that's awesome. Let, let me just ask you one quick thing because uh, when, when I call your your phone and I get your voicemail, you have a you have a message. And uh, w- would you share what that message is when I'm leaving you a, a voicemail? There's something that you say, and this is a little thing, but it has had an effect on many people who have heard this. It's amazing, and I I planned on changing it a couple different times, but every time I do that, I just stop because another person 
Many of have been solicitors even who have called my cell phone, <laughs> make a comment and say, thank you for that message. Never heard anything like that. And, uh, and, uh, I really, really, it really helped me today. And it's nothing more than, uh, you know, just, um, saying, of course, hello and who I am, but then say, now that I have your attention. Right. You know, uh, and, and, and it basically introduces them to, that God is listening and watching and That's to do right. something great for him, do something great for somebody out there today, pass that on. And uh, and there's a little more to it. I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm, of course. that because uh, as we get older, we forget right. and can't remember, um, <laughs> especially you. We're yeah. not that but, old. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but, it, but it's that type of a message, and, uh, and it's been amazing how giving me the opportunity. A lot of times I... Uh, some people that have called are not people that I really want to call back, but exactly. I call them back anyway, <laughs> and I uh, I bring up the message, and uh, it's ma- it's given me opportunities to talk to people about the Lord in a lot of cases. But that is awesome. Um, As you know, last week we we looked at a quote from D. L. Moody, uh, thinking about committed Christian, and he made the statement: "The world has yet to see what God can do with a man fully consecrated or dedicated to Him." And I would like to challenge myself and our listeners to become that man that is fully dedicated to God. I want to share this story, brief story about D.L. Moody, because uh, for those of you who have heard of his ministry, he shook many continents for Christ. Listen to this. In the summer of 1871, two women of D.L. Moody's congregation felt an unusual burden to pray for him, that the Lord would give him the baptism of the Holy Spirit and of fire. Moody would see them praying in the front row of his church, and he was irritated. But soon he gave in and in September began to pray with them every Friday afternoon. He felt like his ministry was becoming a sounding brass with little power. On November 24, 1871, Moody's church building was destroyed in the Great Chicago Fire. He went to New York to seek financial help. Day and night, he would walk the streets desperate for the touch of God's power in his life. Then suddenly, one day, in the city of New York, oh, what a day, he said, I cannot describe it. I seldom refer to it. It is almost too sacred an experience to name. I can only say that God revealed himself to me, and I had such an experience of his love that I had to ask him to stay his hand. I went on preaching again. The sermons were no different. I did not present any new truths, and yet hundreds were converted. I would not now be placed back where I was before that blessed experience. If you should give me all the world, it would be small dust in the balance. You know, as I read that, I am praying that all of our listeners, beginning with us, that we would be so fully dedicated to God that we would experience a new sense of his power a new sense of his joy, a new sense of his love so that we can be this committed Christian. Because if we're going to be the spiritual leaders of our home, it begins with our own walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, that's the priority, number one. And we have to learn how to do that, guys. It doesn't come naturally. We got to learn and you got to be committed and you got to make an effort to read and pray and study and ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Yes, exactly. And he'll do that, but you got to believe he will, right? Exactly. 
Well, guys, we're so glad you joined us today for another Wingman Men's Moment. Uh, check us out on Wingman Nation on our website, wingmannation.com. Also, you can find us on, on Facebook, and, and you'll find the notes there from today's podcast as well. Until next week, strive to be a better husband, better dad, and a more godly and Christ-like man. God bless.